The following podcast contains true stories of sex, kink, gender, or body image. Thanks for being a consenting adult, because here we go. All of my life, I've never fit, but I won't complain and I won't quit. I am enormous, get used to it. Everyone tells me I'm too much. Maybe it's just you're not enough for me. Can't you see? I'm the kind of woman I'm supposed to be. Hi there, and welcome to the Body Storytelling Podcast. I'm sexual folklorist Dixie Delatour, and this week we have a story from queer femme dyke and sex-positive artist Shiloh McCabe. It's so good to talk to you again. It's been a little while, and I want to tell you about something that's been going on in my life. Well, it's not going on in my life. I'm on the periphery of it, but it had something really astounding as part of the story, and I wanted to share it with you. Here in the San Francisco Bay Area, there is someone who's a community leader and an activist and and really involved in so many different circles. Her name is Jen Angel. And Jen Angel was somebody that had so much overlap. Hundreds and hundreds of people knew her name. And earlier this week, She's a business owner. She owns a place called Angel Cakes. It's a bakery, makes really great cupcakes. And she went to the bank to make a deposit. And she was blocked in and was attacked. Someone stole something out of her car. And I'm, you know, I wasn't there. I can't tell you everything, but this is the story that I've heard. And she tried to retrieve. She ran up to the car to try and retrieve what had been taken and somehow got caught in the car door as the person sped away. And I'm not gonna go into details because it's terrible what happened to her. You could just look up Jen Angel or Angel Cakes Bakery. It's been a national story. But she sustained head injuries as a result of being dragged 50 feet during this robbery. She was taken to the hospital, they did emergency surgery, and we've been waiting to find out if Jen was gonna make it. And I'm sad to say that she didn't. She died yesterday. And the reason I'm telling you this story is because there's this fascinating aspect that happened out of this horrible thing. And this is part of the press release statement. I'm going to read it to you from the family and the medical team who've been part of the whole life support process and eventually her death. The statement says, if the Oakland Police Department does make an arrest in this case, the family is committed to pursuing all available alternatives to traditional prosecution, such as restorative justice. Jen's family and close friends ask that the media respect this request and carry forward the story of her life with celebration and clarity about the world she aimed to build. Jen's family and friends ask that stories referencing Jen's life do not use her legacy of care and community to further inflame narratives of fear, hatred, and vengeance, 
nor to advance putting public resources into policing, incarceration, or other state violence that perpetuates the cycles of violence that resulted in this tragedy. We wish for Jen's legacy to be one of deep commitment to safety and dignity for everyone. Would you be able to do that? If a crime like this resulted in your death, would the work that you've done in restorative justice, would that still be a priority? I'm thinking she probably had it in the paperwork for her life and her family and friends knew this was so important to her that they made this statement. And when you're hurting, that is not when you think like this. The whole thing has been so painful as we waited to hear what was gonna happen. It was so hard to hear the story of what had transpired and then just to wait and then to read this. It just blew me away. Jen Angel was obviously a much better person than I would be. I'm just so impressed and proud to have known her, proud to have been part of her circle. And I'm telling you this not because, yes, it's another death, it's another thing that's going on in my life that I'm sharing, but it's something I think we should think about. It's going to happen to all of us one day. I've just been thinking about it constantly ever since I read those words, and I wanted to share them with you. I'd love to know what you think when you contemplate your life. Would you be able to stand by what you lived for, the work you did in the world? I'd like to believe I would, but I don't know. And reading that really made me consider whether or not that was true for me. It's given me a lot to think about. Rest in peace, Jen Angel. You did so much good work in the world. Your entire life was activism and community, and the world's sadder without you. Valentine's Day is here. Looking for a special something for your partner? Like a Kitten makes the perfect sexy gift for you both to enjoy. Like a Kitten creates thoughtfully designed gift boxes for all your erotic essentials. They'll ship you a box with tantalizing toys, lubes, and games for a mind-blowing Valentine's Day. Love Oral? The Oral Fun Box will take you to the next level. It comes with a clit-stimulating balm, furry handcuffs, and even vibrating pleasure beads. If you're looking to turn up the romance, the Lover's Bedroom Box is for you. You can stimulate each other with their Like a Kitten Vibrator and Tenga Egg Masturbator. What did I get for Valentine's Day? I got the Party of Two box, and it's perfect for anyone who likes to play. Well, that's me. You can roll the dice with their kinky BDSM dice, tease each other with a mini flogger, nipple clamps, I love the mini flogger, or tie each other up with some erotic black tape. If these pre-made boxes aren't exactly what you're looking for, you can build your own box with some of Like a Kitten's standalone items, many of which are priced at 25% off right now. Choose your favorites and they'll ship you your own custom gift box with all your hand-picked erotic essentials. It's your one-stop shop for a perfect evening. And a portion of all sales go to charities that focus on women's empowerment, education, and health. So you can feel good about feeling good. Right now, Like a Kitten is offering body storytelling listeners 15% off. When you go to likeakitten.com slash D-I-X-I-E or enter the code Dixie at checkout. These sexy boxes are all at least 25% off retail value. So with our special discount of 15%, that's right, you can do math in your head. You'll receive a total of 40% off the retail value. 
Surprise your partner with a box from Like a Kitten. Just go to likeakitten.com slash Dixie or use the code D-I-X-I-E right now to get 15% off. It's a perfect Valentine's Day gift. And there's a link in this episode's description. Meow. You're invited. Body Storytelling is celebrating 16 years of true stories of sex, kink, and gender. And I want you there. 16 years. This is a big fucking deal. And the only way it could be made better would be if you were there in the house or watching on the live stream. I'm going to announce the lineup next week, but it's coming up soon. And surprisingly, tickets are selling really fast. Anniversary shows do that. We're not doing our usual deal. There's no best of body this year. And this is the only show that I have on the books for 2023 right now. So don't miss it. I don't know when the next body storytelling is going to be. It's going to be at the Verdi Club in San Francisco or broadcast into your house wherever you are. The show is on Saturday, February 25th, and there's a link in the show notes to buy your tickets. February is a great time to focus on pleasure, both giving and receiving and for loving your body the way it is right now. I've been having a lot of fun with the courses on Beducated, and they have a 40% off subscription sale that I wanted to tell you about. What's Beducated? It's the Netflix of sexual wellness, and they're the number one online platform for sexual health and happiness. Beducated believes that sexual happiness isn't just something you're born with. You can learn how, and it's a gift that can last a lifetime. Their online platform provides you with information and techniques to level up your love life via their easy-to-follow video, audio, and written guides. What's grabbing my attention on Beducated, you ask? I'm really interested in their massage courses like erotic massage, breast massage, sensual vulva massage, sensual penis massage. Their self-love courses like female orgasm, tantra for one, sexual confidence, and their experimental courses like experiments for couples, face sitting, kinky sex, lap dances, and more. Your 40% off subscription comes with unlimited access to all their online courses. You get access to 100 plus online courses from the world's top experts, high quality streaming on all devices, tips from world-renowned educators, new content every week, and you can try all Beducated courses for one day free. Plus this month, you'll get 40% off the yearly pass with my coupon code Dixie. There's no risk because it's a 14-day money-back guarantee and you can gift Beducated to a loved one with a personalized gift card. Invest in your pleasure for just $10 a month. Go to Beducated.com right now and get 40% off a yearly pass with my coupon code Dixie. That's Beducated, spelled B-E-D-U-C-A-T-E-D.com. And there's a link in this episode's show notes. Well, it's time for a story. And sometimes I'm really lucky and that my friends lead interesting lives. And they'll call me and say, Dixie, you like stories. Here's a thing that happened, which is sort of how this story ended up on stage. So let me tell you about the storyteller. Voted most likely to survive the apocalypse and two-time best of body performer, Shiloh McCabe is a queer femme dyke and sex positive artist passionate about visibility and community building in both the queer and leather and kink worlds. She is honored to serve as the Director of Photography for International Ms. Leather Productions for six years from 2014 to 2020. 
Her art has been exhibited both nationally and internationally and has been included in the Kinsey Institute Gallery's permanent collection, as well as many print publications. Shiloh is also a member of the Simota Art Collective. I'm sure I said that wrong. A post-apocalyptic art guild that, in February 2021, created an immersive gallery exhibit in San Jose, California, entitled Beyond Rust and Dust, Rising from a Broken World, that grew out of the shards of the year that was 2020. This storyteller is Shiloh McCabe. So what drew me to this Airbnb was all of the amazing reviews that it had. It said that it was well-appointed, it was immaculately maintained, uniquely decorated, but most importantly, it was private and it had a hot tub. This is the most important thing because I am on a road trip through the mountains with daddy, not my father. My daddy. Daddy is an old school butch dyke, and she looks the part. She wears her dark hair shaved on the sides, a little bit of a pomp on top, and one of those severe parts that her barber cleans up with a straight razor. I like to lick it. She also wears black t-shirts with the sleeves rolled up a little bit just so that you can see her tattoos sticking out. She's so fucking hot. Daddy is also my lover because that's the first and longest thing that we've been to each other. Uh, She is also my sir because we discovered after being lovers that our dominant submissive dynamic was enduring, persistent, and couldn't be denied. Shortly after Sir, uh, her nurturing, protective side came out and started caretaking for the little girl inside me, and she became daddy. After that, years go by, we see each other through some thick and some thin, and she becomes my partner as well because we're in this for the long haul. So here we are, two dykes of a certain age on a road trip, headbanging to 80s hair metal, when we arrive at the Squirrel View Lodge. So we enter this place on the ground floor, and you go upstairs to the main living area. And they were not kidding about the name of this place. From the time we step in and head up the stairs that have hand-carved squirrel finials on the wooden staircase, (laughs) so you get up to the landing and it is this open concept space and there are tree rodents everywhere in this place. (laughs) Over to one side you can see the blue and white gingham countryfied kitchen 
that has uh, squirrel tea towels hanging there and some acorns on the curtains. Uh, on the fridge, there are squirrel magnets holding up the very specific house instructions as to how you should put out your trash and your recyclables and your compost, the very tiny window of temperature that you're allowed to set the thermostat at, very precise. Uh, there's a little bit of a hallway, okay, a pretty long hallway, uh, going to two bedrooms and a bathroom, and then the living room starts, and this room is huge. One entire wall is nothing but shelves that have very well-dusted squirrel tchotchkes on the whole thing. There's an L-shaped couch that has about 14 squirrel couch cushions on it, and above it there is a framed pop art poster of two cute little tree rodents looking through oversized glasses. Next to the couch, a gorgeous brown leather wingback armchair fit for a daddy, sir. Uh, across from that in the other corner, wood-burning stove that has a welcome to the nut house sign hanging up. <laughs> and then there's the patio door that leads out to the hot tub. However, the most surprising thing about this place was the fact that as soon as you hit that landing, you could see that 90% of this place was covered in a plush, powder blue, wall-to-wall -wall carpeting. It, it had those manicured vacuum lines in it where it's perfectly parallel, and I grabbed Daddy's hand and I was like, this is terrible carpet for a rental. Like, what were they thinking? And she squeezes my hand back and chuckles at me and says, well, you better not spill anything on it, girl. Now, I'm sad to say that I actually was feeling really sick when we arrived at this place. The winding roads had left me with a migraine and nausea, uh, upset tummy, the whole works. And Daddy was such a good partner to me and laid me down for a nap and got me a cool washcloth for my head. And later she you know, made sure I was hydrated, made us a lovely little dinner, fed me little bites of it slowly until I started to feel better. And uh, after dinner, she went to sit in the daddy chair and invited me to sit at her feet. And she started just giving me the most loving, soft temple rubs and going down my neck and rubbing my shoulders gently. And I am feeling so relaxed and so cared for and so nurtured. And uh, as we both relaxed into that energy, uh, next thing you know, she's laying me down on the carpet at her feet and the gentle touches are continuing. And we start to do one of those things that we do, uh, which is called a panty check. Because daddies have to check your panties. That's just one of the rules. So <laughs> she starts, you know, she lifts up my skirt a little bit so she can have access. And she's gently 
running in the back of her fingers up and down the, the outside of the cotton panties and taking her fingertips and kind of putting it under the edge of the elastic so gently, just kind of pulling it out and away. And of course, daddies need to check under the panties too. So she gets her fingers in a little further and is like pulling the panties away and back. And at some point here, I do think to myself, I'm laying on the carpet. I have no towel under me. I don't have a chuck. I, I'm right on the carpet. But then I say right back to myself, no, this isn't going to get wild and messy. That's, that's not the vibe. This, just, this is loving. This is gentle intimacy. I'll be fine. Just go with it. So I just relax into it and, and close my eyes and just allow her to, to take care of me in that way. And soon the soft touches become soft tugs and she's slipping my panties down over my hips and down my thighs and slowly past my knees until they are right where daddy likes them which is around my ankles. <laughs> and um, while my eyes are closed and I'm relaxing into this, I don't realize that daddy has left the room and instead it's sir right there. <laughs> and uh, without even realizing what is happening, out of nowhere she hauls back and spits right on my beaver. Now, you probably expected me to say squirrel, but <laughs> you see, she's actually Canadian, so this is on brand. <laughs> so when she spit on my beaver is when things really got squirrely for us, because she knows what this does to me. She knows what this does to me. I go from pampered little girl to nasty piggy slut in about half a second, and my sassy vagina breaks ranks with the keep the carpet clean plan and spits right back at her. And now I'm thinking, oh shit. And I slowly open my eyes and tip my head up to expect to see her looking like she is in the splash zone at the SeaWorld show. But no. What I see instead is that she has somehow hermetically sealed her fingers and palm into a watertight container. And she has caught it all. I can see it glistening in her palm, held in there by the sheer miracle of surface tension. And I look at her, and she looks at me. The squirrels look at us judgingly. <laughs> and then all of us look over at the patio door where there's a whole stack of hot tub towels that are like eight or nine Hitachi lengths out of reach. <laughs> and I look at her like, what now? But she's got this gleam in her eye, and she just looks at me and says, bridge. 
And so I push up with my legs and lift my hips up to the air. And she takes her fingertips like a tiny funnel and pours it all right back into me without spilling a drop. Now you might think at this point that she would go get me a towel. That's a daddy move. And this is Sir. So instead, she's just got this evil grin on her face and she points down the hallway toward the bathroom and is just like gesturing, like go ahead. Now I am not one to back off from a challenge with sir, we go toe to toe, this is how we are. So I figure out how to flip over into some kind of downward dog action and then I kegel for all I'm worth. <laughs> and I stand up and I start taking steps very gingerly down the carpeted hallway to the bathroom, which is now at least 100 yards farther away than it was earlier. <laughs> Meanwhile, she's over here trying not to laugh out loud and she's turned into some kind of reverse Lamaze coach. And she's like, don't push. Don't breathe. And I made it down that hallway. And, <laughs> thank you. And as I deposited my recyclables in the proper container <laughs> under the glare of the squirrel on the shower curtain. That's when I see Daddy reappear at the bathroom door holding a towel for me. And I tell you with confidence that when all of us, my lover, my partner, my daddy, my sir and I, checked out the next day, our guest rating remained as pristine as that plush powder blue wall-to-wall -wall carpeting. Thank you.
song was Jenny, I Want to Ruin Our Friendship by Studio Killers. Body needs your assistance now more than ever to continue this important work we're doing. Between COVID concerns and the rising cost to produce live theater, I've had to reduce the number of live shows I produce, and I'm scrambling to keep this thing going. 2022 knocked me on my ass financially, and as I watch successful venues and live shows folding all around me, I wonder how I'm going to be able to keep doing this thing I love so much. I've helped shepherd thousands of true stories into the world. I have helped so many people who have a story burning inside them tell their story to you for the very first time. I got a message the other day on Instagram from somebody who said, I've been thinking about telling my story and I need your coaching, but I'm ready to do it. And it just made me so sad because I don't know when my next show is. I don't know that I can give this experience to people anymore, and people need this experience. Nothing makes you feel seen and validated and more okay than getting on stage and getting a standing ovation and telling your story well. Body's curated show, that's what we do. It's a great experience for the audience and the storyteller. I've coached so many people, held their hand, watched their panic attack result in a life-changing moment for every single person in that room, the one on the stage and the people in the chairs in the audience. And then that story is played here on the podcast. There's no other place like body. And this is my life's work. I want these stories to be heard and not hidden from view. And everybody has a story. And our stories, especially these intimate ones, can help us understand and connect to one another better. So every dollar you can send our way right now is greatly appreciated. This week, if you can make a one-time donation to Body Storytelling on Venmo, Cash App, PayPal, you can even do it on Buy Me A Coffee. And there's a link in the show notes to do that. But the best way to support Body is ongoing support through Patreon. And that's p-a-t-r-e-o-n.com slash body. Patreon's keeping us going until the next live show until we figure out what's next. I keep throwing shit against the wall to see what sticks. 
and nothing's really sticking right now. But I am persistent as fuck and I'm not giving up. Please help me to not give up. Thanks in advance for listening and for your support. I wish we had more time together. It's the end of the show. Before I go, can I ask you to subscribe, rate, and especially review this podcast? I love to read the reviews that you write. It's like you're talking to me. And podcasting is a little one-sided for my taste. So I love hearing what you think, what you want more of, and how to make this better. I'm always looking to make this podcast better. And thank you in advance for that. And thank you to the people who make this podcast possible. Thank you to David Grossoff, Donald Mooney, Ty McKenzie, Mosa Maxwell-Smith, Whirlin James, and podcast producer Roman Den Haudeker. Before we go, I want to tell you about another podcast that's part of the Pleasure Podcast Collective, and it is Erotic Short Stories. There's a message from the host right after this. Stick around and listen. I'm sexual folklorist Dixie Delator. This is episode 262 of the Body Storytelling Podcast. Thanks for listening. If you enjoy losing yourself in stories of passion, lust, and erotica, then you'll love erotic short stories. Tune in every Friday to hear me, Mia Hart, read you tales of lust, fantasy, and desire. My stories are pure escapism and a chance for you to indulge in some sensual erotica whenever you feel in the mood. Join me on Erotic Short Stories, available on all podcast platforms for your weekly fix.